0: What's up, everybody? It's your girl Venice Antoinette, but you can call me
1: V and Amber Monique, also known as Amo Chanel, here with another episode of Sip and Spill. On this show, we sip on drinks while spilling the tea on dating and relationships. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star rating.
0: You can find us on SipAndSpills.com. That's S-I-P-A-N-D-S-P-I-L-L-S.com. Where you can find our podcast, blog posts, and join our email list where we give special giveaways and discounts.
1: Also, make sure you follow us on social media, that's at sip and spills across all social media.
0: Now let's get started.
1: You know, you don't hit me on the regular.
0: No. Every time you go, you'll be acting on. No, no, no. Even when I hold it down, I'm a criminal. Who's to no, no. give me life? Who's to give me life? So after watching the hit series, Love is Blind on Netflix, we decided to talk about the experience and whether we think love is truly blind. Mm. So before we get started, Amber, do you think love is blind?
1: Um, I do, but in a different sense from what they were saying on the show. What about you?
0: I 100% agree with that. Um, I think the show was the very extreme version of it. Um, but at the same time, I could fully understand how people were able to fall in love while they were in the pods. Um, so let's, I guess, start off with reviewing the experience of the pods and talk about the pods. Mm -hmm. Um, so pretty much in the pods, you know, they were basically, they couldn't see the other person and they were doing, first of all, they were doing like 14 dates a day, That's which is crazy. like ridiculous. But I think from what I understand, like after a few dates, you could like pick and choose who you wanted to like date and stuff like that. I don't it know. It
1: seemed it did seem like that. Yeah.
0: It mm-hmm. might be speculation, but each date you could decide how long that date was. And so I feel like if you vibe with somebody and you're like talking to them for hours upon hours upon hours, um, I could see how you start getting a deeper connection to them. Even like, I don't know about like Lauren and Cameron, because that was <laughs> ooh, Jesus. But like maybe like a week or two, I could understand that because you're literally talking to this person every single day and you're talking to them for hours. So it's like At that point, you're talking to them about any and everything in life. So I could understand how deep feelings and maybe even love could start to evolve. But yeah, I don't know. What do you
1: think? Yeah, when you put it like that, like for two weeks, just hours at a time, I still don't know if I, I could see how you could say, (laughs) oh, I have love for this person, but to say I'm in love, like you don't even. Yeah. But you know what I think might be getting my perception on that? I feel like they didn't show a lot of important conversations in the pod. So for me, it's like, they didn't talk about anything that matters. So how do you know if you want to be with this person or not? Like, you didn't hear them talk. Some people did talk about, like, family and stuff. But what about, like, um, I mean, finances are important. not Not to say that that's what you need to use to judge, but you should be aware of that. A lot of people, like Amber and Barnett, Clearly, they didn't have that conversation. So, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I completely um, agree with you in that sense, but I do think, because I went back and watched a lot of the interviews the cast did after the season was over, and they did say that, like, a lot, especially the ones who ended up, like, engaged, they were, like, going... Like, their dates could last, like, four hours with that one person. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sure that even though production didn't show it, because obviously they, they had to condense it into a 50-minute a episode, but I'm sure they were having some type of, like, deeper conversations. But, that's true,
1: because I, yeah. I do, even Amber did say she wished they would have shown, like, more of their yeah. deeper convo. So that's true, but I think my perception of it initially was just like, what in the heck? Like, how? Y'all are having, like, cute little <laughs> cute little um infatuation talk. For the most right.
0: part. So now knowing that they were talking for that long on a daily basis, are you able to kind of see how they were able to say like, Oh, I love this person.
1: Um, still, I don't think quite in two weeks. Okay. What about you? Well, you did say um, that you could see kind of, yeah, I don't know
0: about being in love. Um, mm-hmm. just cause I need that physical aspect. Yeah. Um, but I could absolutely see how, I could start loving somebody, um, through yeah. that because, like you know, it's just it's just natural. Like there's so many studies that have shown how people are able to love each other just through conversation. You know, mm-hmm. like I saw one study where they literally had um, people sit down and they had to spend like I forget how many hours, but it was like multiple hours, and they had a list of questions that they had to go back and forth on. And kind of just sit in silence as they like listen to the other person and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And in the end, majority of them ended up expressing some type of love towards that person. And I could I can understand that because it's like I get it, you know. Because that's that's a huge part of a relationship is communication.
1: That's so true. And I mean, look at catfish. Like all those people be like head over heels, and they never (laughs) see.
0: I'm not going to excuse catfishing because. If you were getting catfished in 2020, I'm sorry. I am not sympathetic for you at all. But
1: they be deep in it. No, they do. Mm -hmm. They do. Mm -hmm. They
0: do. And I mean, even like, I wouldn't say I've ever like fallen in love or would say that I love somebody Mm -hmm. that I've like met, but I've definitely fallen in like a strong like towards somebody who, or like somebody more. Um, who I like might have met through like a dating app or something like that, where we communicated a lot. Um, I could like see I, that. I could, like, I saw that. So I guess that's why that, sh- that part of the show was able to be a little more realistic. Mm-hmm. However, to say love is completely blind, like for me, love is blind in the sense of. When I love you, I'm blind to other things.
1: That's, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, like, if I fall
0: in love with you, then I'm going to... My blinders are completely off of, like, red flags Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. are clear, but I'm just blind to them.
1: That's (laughs) the way I think of the phrase as well. (laughs) Right. Exactly.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so... Whereas even, well, that's a story for another day. But yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like that is what I consider love is blind. But to say, like, they took it to the complete extreme and,
1: yeah. yeah. But do you think you would get engaged based off of... Um, Realistically, like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> Me neither. No, that's, I...
0: That's
1: no. a huge decision. Like, to make... <laughs> and t- I, even if I was with a person for every day for two weeks... Yeah. Physically, no. that's just I can't I can't fathom. I mean I know that's the point of the show, but yeah, I just can't see it happening.
0: And clearly it worked for some people, you yeah. know. Because yeah. the other thing too, you have to think like if you're let's just say I'm only saying four hours because one of the couple said that, but let's just say every couple who got engaged spoke every day for four hours a day. Like mm-hmm. just them. Well, you think realistically that could spread. That literally is like the amount of time somebody might spend in six months of a
1: relationship. That is true.
0: You know, like That's because nobody true. has time to really have that much conversation or that much interaction with the person they're dating because people mm-hmm. work and you have other responsibilities and all that type of stuff. But when all you have to do is focus on talking to this one person and then also they didn't have their phones, they didn't have Internet, That's they didn't, have, they didn't even have music like wow oh, they didn't they have, didn't have music oh my god well I, I might I might be sassing. I know for the circle they didn't have music so I assume they might not have for yeah. less line but maybe wow. they did I don't know but regardless your only focus is this person so it's kind of like I can get that because that's literally like six months and maybe to some even a year worth of contact with somebody like if you
1: really getting yeah. to know them no, that's so, a good way to think of it that's right true. that's very true But realistically, though, I still couldn't see myself getting engaged. (laughs) I couldn't either. Like, my God, that's, oh, engaged? Right. That's that's a lot.
0: So let's review the engagements, right? Mm -hmm. So let's start with, I guess we can go in order. So let's start with Lauren and Cameron.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What were your thoughts?
1: I think that they're a really cute couple, um... I was there. They're an interracial couple, if anybody doesn't know. And in the beginning, I was wondering, like, hmm, how's he going to take this? Like, I'm pretty sure she could tell he was white, but I didn't know if he could tell she was black for sure. But then I found out that's what he was all about. (laughs) But um, I think that they're they're really cute. And I, I think it's cool that the experiment brought them together, because with that being the first white man that she's dated, but it turned out to be her husband, like it just goes to show, I guess sometimes we could have these mental blockers on that really could be blocking like potential good experiences
0: I must have been the only person who cringed at their engagement really (laughs) I was so disturbed because they got engaged on what the second day or the third it was either the second or the third day I was just like I'm sorry but I don't care what nobody says (laughs) that is ridiculous like no I'm sorry I just I literally cringed because I'm just like and I'm also not a hopeless romantic.
1: You aren't. You hate so. That.
0: I was I'm already, either, dis- <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> already disturbed by that alone. But like, yeah, it was just.
1: Was he the first one to say "I love you"? I
0: think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think my sister. She walked out of the room at that part. Like,
0: yeah, I, I was... think I had to pause the TV. Like, <laughs> she, she's I'm, like, I'm out. with you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I just. But they were all. Saying honestly,
0: it. I didn't think I was going to be able to watch the rest of the show after they got engaged that quickly. <laughs> I was like, No, mm-mm, this is not the show for me.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. But and even my sister got back into it. But that, I mean, seeing them all say "I love you" so quickly was just like, what in the world? Like, I
0: but I felt like because honestly, when I realistically think about it, like, I could see myself getting to the point where I would say I love you to somebody in that pod if we were in there for, like, you know, up to the two weeks. Like, I genuinely could if we were spending that much time communicating. But Cameron and Lauren got engaged on, I can't remember if it was the second or the third day, but regardless, I'm pretty sure it was the...
1: Was it the second or the third? Do you know? I it? didn't see I didn't realize that. I don't okay, know. Okay. Cause it was it
0: was either the second or the third day. Cause I remember everybody was like, Wow, that was quick. <laughs> what? And because oh, of M.G. that, I mean, I'm happy, you know, they're in love. Like they look amazing now. But in that moment, because we're speaking in order, right? I was fully disturbed. <laughs> I was done with the show. I was just like, this is BS at its finest.
1: Like <laughs> That is crazy! Oh my god! So
0: then, after them, I think was Diamond and Carlton.
1: Oh, I, I don't remember the order they got. I engaged. think
0: after them was Diamond and Carlton. So, what were your thoughts on their engagement? Um, I just the moment of the engagement. The moment <laughs> of it, she
1: she seemed truly happy. Like mm-hmm. she seemed like she. And then her story with the ladybug, like that that was touching but it was sad that you know it didn't really work out to be how she thought it would be okay um, but the initial so let's moment-
0: also incorporate because when they did get engaged us as, as the audience was aware of his bisexuality she just wasn't at the time of their engagement right so right. like what were your thoughts in that moment of knowing he was proposing to her without telling her that part of him
1: I definitely thought that was wrong. And mm-hmm. especially seeing her be so happy and with like the ladybug story. It was just like, man, and he's not even being all the way real. Like, why wouldn't you be all the way real at that point? So that was the part that bothered me. Um, especially seeing her get so, you know, like emotional about it. Yeah. But what about you?
0: Um, I definitely felt like he should have told her before proposing, but I also kind of like I kind of understand why he didn't because of how quick everything was going, you know? Cause it's like, cause basically, and I don't know if he said this on the show, but I know in interviews after the show, he said he wanted to have that conversation with her face to face. Cause he thought she deserved that. Mm-hmm. But the only way to have it face to face, you know, was after they were engaged, I guess. Right. And, so- and I mean, he did say going back, he definitely would have told her before proposing to her, but he felt like that was, a deep enough conversation to have face-to-face. And I'm not Team Carlton at all. I thought he was completely wrong, by the way. But I'm just saying, in that sense, I do feel like, like, in real life, yes, I would like to have that conversation face-to-face. Right. Um, And, of course, in real life, realistically, I would like to have that, um, you know, before I get engaged. Mm -hmm. But then, within the time frame, like, they got engaged, I think, within a week.
1: You know what I'm saying? So it's Mm kind of
0: like in real life, then I wouldn't really expect the person to have that conversation with me in a week. And Carlton also said in an interview that he, um, because I guess production actually wanted him to wait even longer to tell her, but he told them that he needed to tell her that first day they were there because he didn't want to have sex with her without her knowing that. And so I really respected that. You know, because I do feel like that's something... And he said that's across the board. Like, he would never sleep with a woman or a man without telling them, like, you know, his sexuality or his fluidity. Um, So I was appreciative of that, that he didn't want to, like, you know, put her in that circumstance where, like, they're engaged and then Mm -hmm. they end up fooling around. And then afterwards, it's like, oh, by the way, you know, type Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. But I still do think, though... It's so difficult with that whole discussion because you have to compare real life to this condensed reality that they were in.
1: <laughs> right, right. Well, I can respect. I didn't know that about production, so I couldn't respect the fact that he went against what they wanted. Um, in that sense, but I mean, everybody was. Sh- it's it is like a face to face conversation, but everybody was sharing like their deepest, like thoughts and you know family stuff and everything I just feel like he should have did that in the pod he could have done that in the pod and it I mean maybe he was thinking oh this might sway her answer but I mean so I think no, she... I 100%
0: agree mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah I
0: definitely think that before he proposed he definitely should have um told her that I just I guess can kind of understand the whole face-to-face aspect, but, you know, in that reality, he definitely should have told her way before, like, in the pods. Mm
1: -hmm. Because this isn't really a a normal situation. Like, a lot of Mm -hmm. things people shared, most people would rather say face-to-face, but I think that in this situation, she should have had that info before she could say yes or no.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that whole situation was just very unfortunate. But yeah. moving on, um, what were your thoughts on, I think next was Kelly and Kenny?
1: Kelly and Kenny. Um,
0: I didn't really have much thoughts on them, but I think it's because production didn't really show us much of them in the pod. So well, they kind of yeah. like came out of
1: nowhere. Like, I, I feel like they were like so unproblematic, basically. <laughs> but the only problem was I could just, I could sense that she wasn't really, super into him i mean but she even though she was affectionate and everything on the honeymoon she didn't want to and not to say because she didn't want to go to that next level but it just seemed to me like and then when based off what her family said about how she always wants like a bad guy i was like okay that's probably the problem
0: mm-hmm. what
1: mm-hmm. were your thoughts on them
0: i was very confused why kelly was not attracted to kenny i thought kenny was handsome
1: he was I honestly didn't get it i didn't
0: think anybody on this show was unattractive like i thought everybody was attractive on this show
1: i agree i i totally agree
0: like so when she was like saying because the other thing too was her like whole because una- i ended up going back and watching it twice Mm-hmm. And the second time around, I realized that she didn't really say until basically towards the wedding that she wasn't attracted to him. Because in the earlier episode, she was saying how attracted she was to him. Yeah. So it's kind of like, where did this come from? Like, did you just make this up? Or were like, were you lying before and saying you were attracted to him to look good on camera? If you know? he was
1: if he was like a jerk, she probably would have been attracted to him. I think she's a self sabotager, kind of like what her family was saying. Um yeah, I she 100% picks. agree. She and I ring. was so
0: glad when, during the reunion when he said that he had the best woman for him, like, and mm-hmm. she was the best thing that happened in his life. I mm-hmm. said, You just better, Kenny, because you deserve all of that <laughs> plus more. Like, he did. He,
1: he, and she, she was looked sick
0: man. when he said that.
1: Mm-hmm. Even though she's so... dating somebody else, that probably made her want him more problematic. Right. Like, problematic. Mm.
0: Um, so next we have, okay, I don't know who was first, because I think this was the same episode, but either Jessica and Mark or Damien and Gigi. Um, I guess we can do Jessica and Mark. So before we go into their proposal, what were your thoughts on Jessica's difficulty with like the whole Mark versus Barnett?
1: I thought that, well, it was confusing at first because she seemed like she was all about Mark. But then I think as she found out more girls wanted Barnett, she became more interested in him. Ooh, I didn't
0: even think of that perspective.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, her and Mark's conversations were like, oh, my God, I feel like we're meant to be. Like, it was just so... And then out of nowhere, she thinks she wants to be with somebody else.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: then I don't think that um, Mark should have really taken her back after she...
0: Yeah, Mark is weak. I'm sorry. For
1: anybody who doesn't know, she was all into it with Mark. Then somebody else said they possibly may be interested. She broke it off with Mark. Then that guy said they actually weren't sure about her. And then she came crawling back to Mark. And that
0: guy being
1: Barnett. Barnett, yes. Yeah. So, mm, yeah. I mean, I I don't think anyone was really a fan of Jessica.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I was the president of the I Hate Jessica (laughs) Club. Like, I was... The proud president of that on Twitter. So <laughs> I think I had like thousands of retweets on that. <laughs> like, I was she... not quiet about that. Like, <laughs> what were your thoughts? Oh you? my goodness. I was so frustrated with Jessica because, okay, I get it because I feel like I get it in the sense of like just because you're in this new reality. I understand wanting to keep your options open, because mm-hmm. I feel like if I was put in that circumstance, I could find, I wouldn't be Jessica, but I could see how I might have feelings for multiple different people.
1: Mm-hmm. My yeah.
0: issue is how she handled it and her yeah. her excuses. Like she said, Mark and I are ten years apart, but you and Barnett are seven, so it's like, right? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's still a big difference. Like uh-huh. a dude who's 27 compared to you being 34 versus a dude who's 24 compared to you being 34 is not that big of a difference
1: exactly she was looking for any excuse yeah it's just
0: I just feel like it just it was like you said it was just an excuse and then for you to be all team mark and all Barnett had to say to you one day just one day (laughs) right right. just one day was that um and he didn't even because when I went back and re-listened to it he never said he was actually going to propose to her. He just said that, I forget what he said specifically, but she took whatever he said and took it as him saying he planned to propose to her. Mm-hmm. But he never mm-hmm. actually said that. Like, no, you're right. I can't remember, mm-hmm. quote, what he said. I'll probably just input that here some at some point. But He might have
1: said, I would marry you right now or something like that. That. or i would but,
0: like or basically making it seem like she was like at the top of his list
1: right like, but it wasn't a promise or an agreement or anything exactly like that.
0: so mm-hmm. she took whatever he said and then goes back to mark and says this isn't working or whatever the situation mm-hmm. was comes back to barnett gets offended because barnett is like well you know i'm not sure if i still feel the same which I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, he's trifling for that," but I understand because it's like you're literally in this universe that's mm-hmm. not real life. Like, I could completely understand how he caught feelings for all three of those women. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. yeah so I, I understand why he needed more time to really figure out and I do think that he picked the perfect person for him. Like I so I agree. Like I completely I- understood where he was coming from. So mm-hmm. Jessica has a hissy fit and then goes to Amber and LC. <laughs> oh, That was so shady That was, that was so sh- shady Talking about something He told me he was gonna propose to me And he told me da, da, da. And I'm really glad that neither one of them Took her seriously mm-hmm. um, Or whatever and really gave Barnett A chance to explain himself Because yeah. she was just uh. But anyway Back to her and Mark So then she proceeds to go to Mark And say that it was him And he convinced her that he was ready to propose to her, and that's why she cut off Mark. And then Mark's (laughs) dumbass forgives her the next day. Like, what? Yeah. After he gave this whole speech about how I'm never a second
1: option, exactly.
0: And I was really clapping him on. I said, "You know what, Mark?
1: You just gotta tell her." And then he was just a big ball of disappointment. Yes. He was like, I know my worth. I was like, yes, smart. Don't accept it. And then it's like, what? What was the point of that whole speech? Because you were taking her back anyway. He was wow. just a
0: big ball of disappointment. Like, I was just... who? So their whole relationship was a joke from that moment on. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: <laughs> it was. just he was oh, way too forgiving girl, when she it's... when she was drinking and said that she thinks the Barnett is so hot, and she said this to to Mark. For anybody who doesn't mm, know, mm, mm. and he excused it and said, "Oh, she was just drinking a lot." like girl, what? He could do so to
0: say, "I don't know what she wants. She wants Barnett." I Clearly. think that this
1: clears day. I think it's, it's clear very as day, clear. Mark. And then, what do you think about, about? Like, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. When no, I was going to
0: say, and then when she was talking about like not being, you know, that attracted to Mark, and um her talking about like she wasn't ready to like sleep with him. And my whole thing is, girl, if Barnett proposed to you, you probably would have slept with him exactly. the first day. Exactly.
1: I was going to ask, what do you think about that whole her trying to pretend they were in the pods again, like after oh, they. My. <laughs>
0: Well, Mark set that up to make her comfortable.
1: Because she said that's what was comfortable to her. Uh, But to me, that's like, what? I I will
0: say, though, that for her, it was corny. But for him, I thought that it was very... um,
1: Because Damien and
0: Gigi did the same thing.
1: Yeah, no, it was. I told um, he was more than patient with her. Right. I, I, I didn't. So I think that before. for
0: Mark, it was just really adorable that he did that because it was like he was going out of his way to try mm-hmm. to make her comfortable to speak to him or mm-hmm. you know get her feelings and thoughts out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But for Jessica, I have nothing good to say about Jessica. I'm sorry. I literally have nothing good to say about that woman.
1: Like- <laughs> just imagine what it'd be like to be her though and watch all of that back. Like. I did you see she, the reunion? I did, yeah. She
0: looked so embarrassed by herself. She,
1: and I mean, I don't even know if I could show up. Like, <laughs> she she handled it well. At least she apologized, but I mean... Mm, yeah, that, Amber
0: that be, let her have it too. She I did. was so here for that moment. <laughs> like, she let her fully have it.
1: <laughs> she did, but she accepted it pretty well. You know, at least she didn't try to fire back with something, because what can you really say, honestly?
0: But yeah... Next engagement, Damien and Gigi. What were your
1: thoughts? Um, I think that he's he's really patient with her. He's probably a good person for her, but she annoyed me so many times. Um, for one, when he engaged. I mean when he proposed and they got engaged, and she just had to flip it and ask him to marry her. Like, it's almost like what she said. She's a self-sabotager. Like, that was a Why did you have to do that in that moment? What if he would have been upset by that? But he wasn't. Um, And with her frustrations, with like expressing about their intimacy, I think it's good that she did that. But I feel like she needs to learn how to communicate a little bit better, say things maybe in like a nicer way. I don't know. I think she just likes a lot of... She's young too. So I, I think she likes a lot of drama. But I think that they are a good couple. I think she just... Has some work to do. What about you? So,
0: starting with the engagement, I fully cringed because I was just <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine somebody proposing to me and I yes. stopped them mid proposal and be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> And then I get down on one knee. That just says it all right. Him there. as a man to stand up while I get down on one knee. And propose to him because we equal at that point. That I felt like if your whole argument is being equal, then why can y'all both be down on one knee at the same time? <laughs> I would have even right. respected that if she was like, right. you know what, I'm gonna get down on the knee with you. I couldn't right. respect that. Yeah, you gonna have this grown man stand up after he just got down on one knee to propose to you, so that you could get your little dress up. So you can get down on one goddamn knee. Oh, my goodness. I was so annoyed, Amber.
1: I didn't understand. It's like but she was just thinking, how could I ruin this?
0: I do think that that made it clear that they that he was perfect for her. Yes. Because he didn't feel emasculated by that at all.
1: Mm-mm. No. Whereas can the you type imagine? of men I date. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> oh, my God. They'd be like, you know what? We good. You don't even have to. If I tried that with anybody, I would be interested. In, it'd be like, girl, don't even worry about it. That just told me they would have threw my
0: ring in the river somewhere and <laughs> right. been like, you can go find it <laughs> since you want to ruin a proposal. Like,
1: <laughs> oh
0: nah. Mm-mm. But I will say, he was a perfect match for her mm-hmm. because, like I said, that did not make him feel emasculated at all.
1: Right. Um.
0: And. Their relationship after that engagement was extremely annoying. Like, mm-hmm. she was just way too childish. Like, yeah. way too childish. Like, even her talking about some... You remember when you said <laughs> <laughs> that I was the best you ever had? <laughs> Did you notice that I never returned the compliment? <laughs> like, yo sis, this is your fiance, bro. Right. You, you gotta learn how like you can communicate your sex life a little better than that with your yeah. fiance.
1: It's like she just tried she was just trying to be hurtful basically. Like and he still I, didn't feel emasculated. Like and and then the way she screams on him for being on his phone, but yet they showed the scene where she was on her phone when he was trying to have a serious conversation.
0: And I was so it's, glad when he called her out on that. Yes.
1: I me was too. so
0: glad. But yeah, she is just
1: but to her credit, she did say she was a self-sabotager. So, at girl, least she's aware of it.
0: I mean, but, yeah, uh, but my God. Yeah. My, <laughs> my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, she was getting mad about every little thing. And then she would be doing the same thing she'd be getting mad about. And I'm like, girl. What did you up? think of
1: her storming off at the party when she when he was making Warren uncomfortable, I guess?
0: You said when he was making who uncomfortable? I
1: guess he was making Lauren uncomfortable. I forget what they were even talking about, but Gigi stormed off and left him there because she didn't like that he was making Lauren uncomfortable. She made like a whole big scene. Oh, I don't
0: remember that.
1: What um, happened? Um, I don't even remember what it was about. He was just saying something. to It wasn't inappropriate, but it was just something I guess she didn't know how to respond to. I can't remember what it was, but Gigi didn't like it. So instead of trying to, like, ease the conversation or, like, make it better, she literally just stormed off from the group and embarrassed him. And he walked over and was like, what was that about? And it just, I don't know. It's just everything is very extra with her.
0: Yeah, she is extremely extra. I mean, Mm -hmm. she takes extra to a whole new level.
1: Like, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. But, um, yeah, last but not least, Amber and Barnett.
1: Hmm. Um, I agree with you. I do think he picked probably the perfect person for him. I felt bad for Elsie. Was that her name? The one that didn't get picked? Yeah. Yeah. I felt bad for her. Cause she seemed like a nice girl and, and I guess that happens to her a lot. So I felt bad for her when she was crying at the end, but, um, outside of that, yeah, I think Amber was probably the best personality for him. Um, I think that I like his relationship with his family, but I wonder if that will be a problem with their relationship because, um, she kind of seemed threatened from that with from the beginning. And, um, but I mean, I think they'll, they'll do fine. I I'm here for them. What about so you? So did
0: you like, were you one of those who like thought Barnett was like a dog just playing all these women?
1: No, because I mean, that's the point of this show. I didn't think he was a dog. I thought that... I mean, how could you be... It did cross my mind. How could you be so close to so many people? But, I mean, I guess that's just... Some people just have that kind of personality. Uh, But I I didn't think he was a dog. I didn't. What were your thoughts?
0: Um, Wait, hold on. Sorry. Um... I had something stuck in my teeth. <laughs> but for me, the very first, like, two episodes, I did not like Barnett because he was, like, an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just the things he was saying. Like, when he said the diamond, she had, like, a stripper name. Oh, that or, was like irritating. Stuff yeah. like that. But mm-hmm. after that, um, I grew to like Barnett. And maybe it's because I felt like if I was on that show... I would have been in a Barnett situation. Like, I could <laughs> fully see how, because I'm one of those people who I can communicate with everybody, you mm-hmm. know, like I can literally talk to any and everybody. So I could see how I would be able to, like, grow a close connection to multiple people mm-hmm. and have to really take my time to figure out who that one person that's a best fit for me would be. Um, yeah, well, that makes sense. So for me, like, I was like, yeah, I completely understand where Brendan's coming from. <laughs> like, while everybody else was dragging him, I'm like,
1: well, I mean, <laughs> they're going on 14
0: dates a day. You know, if I go on 14 dates a day, I'm pretty sure I'm going to come out with more than one person I like. Like, I just naturally, I just feel like I could see that happening with me. Yeah. Um, But... Um, And it might have been more than 14. I just remember hearing the number 14. Right. But Mm -hmm. in reference to, I did feel bad for LC. And it was interesting when I watched it the second time around. um, I watched it with one of my friends, and she really thought like LC was, you know, the best option for him. And when I really watched it the second time, it's like I could see why so many people were mad he picked Amber. Mm -hmm. um, Because LC seemed like the better option for him, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was kind of like, and he also even said he was like, he knows that LC would like really love him for a really long time. But I felt mm. like if he chose LC, it would have been one of those relationships where she loved him more than he loved her.
1: Yeah. I totally Whereas agree. with
0: Amber, I feel like he loves every part of her. Mm-hmm. And he just accept- like I f- I feel like that relationship was definitely the better fit for him. Like even with all the baggage Amber comes with and all that kind of stuff, um, I just felt like that. And I knew honestly from the moment he said Amber scared him, I that, knew he yes. was going to pick her. <laughs> I knew he was going to pick her. Like, uh huh. As soon as he said that, because he said it with like a smile, I was like, oh yeah, he definitely picked Amber.
1: Like yeah, I it feel was no question in my mind. Human nature, like the one that. Is the most scary and exciting. That's what you'll go with. That's it's crazy.
0: Cause I also don't, I feel like Amber, I don't want to say challenges him, but kind of in a way, like, cause I feel like LC would have just accepted any and everything from him. And the same with Mm -hmm. Jessica. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like they would have just accepted any and everything from him because they liked him so much. Whereas Amber, yeah, she loves him. But it's like, she's not afraid to put him in his place. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like as much as men complain about that, they really appreciate that.
1: I agree. Yeah. That's what he wanted. She was threatening him from Girl, the beginning. and, and, and was not what, afraid. And that's what he wanted. Yeah. The one and was she was
0: like 100% herself mm-hmm. from the moment she walked in that
1: door. <laughs> no, she really was. A hundred percent.
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah it's just so interesting though when I hear people like drag Barnett for that because I'm just like how do you go on this show and just not like connect with multiple people but then like I said I also know I easily am able to communicate with multiple people so maybe that's just something I struggle with mm-hmm. But
1: <laughs> yeah I'm no I just, get oh, I God. get what you, you have you do have to look at that component of it like some people do just connect with more people easier like that. So he would have more connections.
0: Because to be um, completely honest, I was surprised Amber didn't have more connections. And she might have and we didn't know. Right. Um, But I was really surprised she didn't. Because even Lauren said, like, during the reunion, her and Damien were really connected. You know, but, oh, even, yeah. but she, like, you know, loved Cameron more at the end of the day. But her and Damien were very connected, like, during that time when they were dating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know so I could fully see that like and the same Carlton even said like even though him and Lauren I guess ended up being good friends but he was like Lauren was one of the main people kind of encouraging him to propose the diamond like because they had been talking for so much and gained that connection type of thing so mm-hmm. yeah but I don't know if that was like after she was already proposed to by Cameron because production didn't really explain that but right, right, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I could have fully seen, like, you know, how she was connected with all of those people type of thing. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, with Amber and Barnett, like, um, I like how he proposed to Amber. Um, I really liked their scene when they finally got to see each other. Like, I mm-hmm. thought that was adorable. Um, I liked their honeymoon. Um, I agree with you in in the sense of the family, but I don't think it's going to be an issue moving forward Um, just because it seems like he took a stance type of thing of like, Mm -hmm. this is my wife, you know? Yeah. Um, So I don't think that's going to be an issue moving. Well, I think it'll be an issue in the sense of like, she might butt heads with his family to a degree, but I don't think he's going to allow it to come between their relationship.
1: Yeah, I think he'll have a good handle on it. But just when she was like, if it's between me and your family, who are you going to choose? And I get that um, question as oh, a yeah, wife. Oh, yeah, that's
0: true. I forgot about that, yeah.
1: But, I, I mean, but it's hard to look at because, I mean, even though they've only known each other a short time, they are engaged. And in a normal situation, I would say you shouldn't, like, ask that question. You should kind of just see and then make your decision based on that. I think you could tell the way it would go, but it's different circumstance because they literally had to meet the family on a couple of days before, like, Wedding, so I don't know,
0: right? So, what were your thoughts on the family reactions to the couples?
1: Um, I liked Lauren's uh, family's reaction, I liked like her dad, he was fair with him. He said, You know, I'm just gonna judge you on how you treat my daughter, he didn't judge like the interracial relationship. Um, Her
0: dad was real skeptical though.
1: <laughs> At least but he didn't say that. I mean, he, he might have been skeptical he didn't with too. It was very clear. <laughs> <laughs> he was, but I thought, I mean, I don't blame him. Like, that's your daughter, and she's getting married to somebody she just met. Um, when he was rapping for her mom, I was just like, Oh my Yo, god. Brah. Is, uh, uh. I said, Okay, <laughs> okay, vanilla ice tea or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um what other family reactions? Um, I definitely.
0: How did you feel like with Gigi's reaction to Damien's family not wanting to meet her?
1: Oh, yeah. She definitely was upset. Because I, I
0: understood mean... why she was upset and I understood mm-hmm. where she was coming from because she was kind of saying to him, like, you knew this was coming. Like, you knew that this was a part of the whole situation and you. Mm-hmm you know, could have communicated that to your family, or if your family wasn't willing, you could have communicated that to me so I didn't have to get my hopes up, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Um, So I do agree with her in that sense, but at the same time, it's like he can't control how his family feels about him doing this project, you know?
1: That was my whole thing, like, here you go again, going off. Like, I understand why you would be disappointed and upset, but like just chill out sometimes. Like, jeez, it's like every every chance she gets to go off, she did.
0: Right, right, yeah. But other than that, um, I felt like everyone else's family was kind of like they were skeptical to a sense, but they were um, they were open, more open to it. Um, mm-hmm. what threw me off though was Kelly and Kenny's family were extremely accepting. And then they didn't even end up saying yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. To be honest, I don't even remember their families because it was so Their families
0: were so, like, accepting because it was like when they met, they ended up bringing, I can't remember if they went to his house or her family's house, but regardless, the other set of parents came over and, like, they just had a whole big family, like, hurrah, you know, and, like, were telling each other stories of how they met their dads and their moms. Oh, Yeah. You know, it was, like, a really beautiful moment. So, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So, the families get along, the in-laws get along, the parents get along, like, Mm -hmm. the grandparents, everybody was getting along. Nope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: (laughs) So, how do you think, like, your family would have reacted if you ended up, like, engaged in this situation?
1: I don't think they would have accepted it, regardless of, like, who the person was or how they felt off the first meeting, just too weak and engaged I don't know I don't think they would have liked it but okay. how do you think your family would react
0: I don't know <laughs> um I know they would have definitely been skeptical but I feel like they would have um they would have been like okay as long as you treat Phineas right you know mm-hmm. like whatever but they definitely would have been skeptical about it
1: yeah. but I
0: don't think they would have gone out of their way to like make him feel uncomfortable. Like they probably would have shared more of their discomfort with me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like I could see, um, I could see them asking him like, you know, questions and stuff like that. But I feel like most of their discomfort with the situation they would have targeted right at me. But oh, once yeah, I, I expressed kind of like, you know that I really love this person or like I really wanted to marry them I think they would have got on board to the best of their ability (laughs) um type of thing
1: Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean what are they going to do at the end of the day I don't yeah because it's
0: your decision at the end of the day
1: I don't I can't see any of my family like refusing to show at the wedding I could definitely see them advising me against it and really pleading with me not to but and I, I agree, I don't think they would have made the guy feel uncomfortable. It would right. be more directed towards me.
0: Right, right. So with the wedding, we had two yeses and three no's. Amber and Barnett said yes. Lauren and Cameron said yes. Damien Gigi said no. Kelly and Kenny said no. Jessica and Mark said no. Were you surprised by any of the no's or yeses?
1: Um kind of I kind of didn't expect Damien to say no. Really? Um to Gigi. Yeah, but I was I happy know. that he did. I that, that was
0: the first one I knew was gonna be a no. I
1: was I was glad he did, but to me it seemed like he was kind of trying to be like a hopeless romantic about the thing, but I was glad that he used his sense, and they're still together for anyone who didn't know. So I think that Mm -hmm. that was cool. Um,
0: I was actually more surprised by Gigi's bratty behavior to his no than him saying no. Like I knew she was going to be upset. I just didn't expect her to be that much of a brat.
1: Like oh I expected her to do the most like she
0: did. She ran out fell in her wedding dress. Right. Called him back into the chapel to sit down at the altar and have a conversation then she ripped off a piece of her dress and yes. gave it to him and told him to remember this. Like <laughs> it was really dramatic. You know like I expected dr- her to be dramatic. I just didn't expect her to be that dramatic! Like that was
1: full of drama. You like, have you were watching a like a lifetime movie or something. No, for real. Like
0: I thought I was watching a soap opera. Uh-huh. Like I was <laughs> just like, girl. But I do agree with Damien's decision to say no, and I think he was actually hoping that she was going to say no because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. his face looked like uncomfortable when she said yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I so agree. I really
0: think he was hoping she would say no. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think he made the best decision because they were not in a space to get married at all. Mm-mm. They weren't ready. Like, not at all. Um, but yeah, I wasn't surprised by that. I was surprised... Well, I don't want to say... it. I was just hoping Mark was going to say no.
1: You know? Me too. Like yeah, I was really,
0: I- genuinely hoping...
1: I was hoping, but I didn't see it. Because the whole time, he never wanted to see any of the red flags with her.
0: Yeah. So I kind of
1: didn't expect it, but I was hoping. Yeah.
0: And I was a little surprised Barnett said yes.
1: He Yeah, once he got the cold feet and like wasn't answering his phone, I kind of thought maybe he was going to back out. Um, yeah, I could have seen that. Especially with when he found out about the financial situation. Seemed like he was stressed about that. So I did kind of think he was going to say no.
0: Yeah, because he seems close to his family. Mm -hmm. So after his talk with his brother, I was expecting him to like say no Mm -hmm. type of thing. But everybody else I kind of saw coming. Yeah. Like Kelly and Kenny, I knew that was going to be a no. Um, Mm -hmm. I was very proud of how mature Kenny handled that
1: yeah that's that she what, just it walked
0: me, off and left him at the altar
1: to handle the whole family he was still so nice because a lot of people didn't address the family like Jessica she just walked out but he like he said something nice still he was still trying to be positive um yeah I felt bad for him yeah
0: Kelly didn't address the family either she just walked out mm-hmm. like she walked out and literally left him there to handle everything else so I think he, he was very mature with how he handled that
1: Because he could have walked out, too. He didn't have to, but he was still, like, really polite and spoke to the crowd. Yeah. He handled it very well. Yeah.
0: Um, Mark, I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for him because I just feel like (laughs) he ignored every... Like, it wasn't even red flags no more. It was like, (laughs) they was, like, tattooing shit on his eyeballs. And he still wasn't seeing the signs. Like, so it was just, like, I couldn't even feel sorry for Mark anymore. Like, I was more annoyed with Mark than I was sympathetic.
1: Yeah, I was wondering what is even still keeping you interested? Like, she she is embarrassing, basically. Like, the way she gets when they go out. Mm-hmm. She, and she's insulting she's not attracted to you clearly
0: yeah so I don't... could could you see yourself saying yes at the altar in this experiment like if say you found somebody y'all fell in love in the pods you said yes to the engagement could you actually see yourself getting married
1: i think if i said yes to the engagement
0: mm. probably
1: but i don't think i would have said yes to an engagement what about you
0: if I said yes to the engagement I still don't think I would be able to say yes at the altar (laughs) um because it happened too fast like because everything was within a 30-day span so it's like we literally only spent our engagement together for like maybe 21 days max you know so to me I don't think I would be able to say yes to a marriage even if i said yes to an engagement which is weird because when you say yes to an engagement the intention is to get married Mm -hmm. but then again i don't i doubt i would even ever do this experiment because i'm not a hopeless romantic to begin with (laughs) but like the idea of this just makes me cringe but like, if i did say yes to an engagement i still don't think i would be able to say yes at the altar
1: yeah that's a huge commitment yeah like and I could see how maybe you could lose sight of reality in the pod because, like you said, like you're cut off from communication. So maybe you're just like in this la dog da world where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. But maybe being around family and being back in the real world would snap you back into reality. So I could see how someone would say yes to an engagement and then no. Right. At the alter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I think that wraps up our review of Love is Blind. Um, mm-hmm. We definitely said we don't think love is truly blind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, guess it's time to get into some letters. It's time to spill the tea on our segment,
1: Ask Sip and Spill, where you can send us letters and we spill the tea. You can submit your letters on our website, sipandspills.com forward slash contact. Again, that's sipandspills.com forward slash contact to submit your advice letters.
0: Also, join us on our Instagram at Sippin' Spills for our two-cent Tuesdays. Now, let's get into it. All right, guys, we are back. We got two letters we're doing today. Mm -hmm. The first one is entitled, A girl I've been dating for two years now cheated on me. After a week, she then asked if we could be together again. Well, this should be interesting. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I didn't know why she decided to cheat on me all of a sudden after two years of our relationship, and we never even had an actual fight or any disagreements before she did, before she did it, which is strange on why she did it. We spent every single day together. We chat with each other on Messenger for like an hour each day, and we always had something to talk about which makes me think even harder why she did it. She cheated on me with some dude three years older than us, only for her to dump him in a week and is now asking me if she and I could be a thing again. I don't know what to do, really, since I really loved her. Heck, I still do now. I oftenly think of her and draw portraits of her, but I'm not sure if it's the right choice to be together again after what she did. Before quarantine started, she was very close, clingy, and flirtatious to the point it was getting annoying actually and I ignored her advances but I have to admit it felt good that she wanted me back. Now I have no idea what to do. If I should be with her again or turn her down, some advice would help.
1: Hmm. I, I would be really curious of their age but to me it sounds like, I don't even know if she necessarily wants to be back with him. She might just be a person that needs attention. And since the other situation went south, she figured she should just go back to her guaranteed situation. Mm-hmm. I would say he should, um, give. I don't know if I'd say never get back with her, but give it some time. Don't take her right. But take some time and do you. See if there's somebody else out there better for you. Or just enjoy your time. Be single. I don't They've been together for two years. Yeah, I wouldn't take her back. That's that's my final advice.
0: Yeah, to me this is a dub. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a dub, man. Like, it's just
1: because
0: <laughs> one first of all, why are y'all chatting on Messenger?
1: It's confusing, yeah. Like y'all if don't you,
0: have each other's phone numbers.
1: If you spend every day together, why on Messenger?
0: But it's you confusing. know, that's that's just me being nitpicky. But Because, like, I mean, he did say we spend every day together or whatever. But who uses
1: messenger anymore? I don't even... Anyway. Go, go the ahead.
0: only time I, I, like, get messages on messengers is when my exes are reaching out to me, and that's because they don't have my phone number.
1: Right. It's like but a like, last point of contact. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, but
0: other than that, you know, I'm not really on messenger, like... But, yeah. um <laughs> Anyway... To me, this is a dub. Like, I don't see... It just... It's just a dub. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that she cheated on you and then you said that she dumped him in a week. So my confusion is, like, was she in a relationship with this dude? Like, right. And then broke up with him to come back to you? Like, I need clarity that- on that. Because she's... the sentence was... She cheated on me with some dude three years older than us only for her to dump him in a week and is now asking me if she and I could be a thing together. So my first question is, did she break up with you? <laughs> and oh, then my right. second question is, like, she dumped him in a week, so that means she, she had to have been in a relationship with both of y'all at the same time for her to dump him, unless if you're saying dump as in she stopped having sex with him But regardless, like, I feel like she didn't respect y'all relationship enough anyway. Like, the fact that, like, it just doesn't make sense, you know? Like.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think about that aspect of it. Imagine somebody cheating on you and getting caught and continuing to be with that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? what? Mm -mm. That's insane
0: to me. It's like, to me, it's like, I mean, maybe because like you said, he's three years older than y'all. So maybe, you know, because us. Um, sometimes women are attracted to men who are older Mm -hmm. for many different reasons. So maybe he had, you know, more than you, or he was more like, put. he came off more stable than you or whatever the situation is. But regardless, she didn't respect your relationship enough to make Mm -hmm. this like end when she got caught, she like Mm -hmm. continued on. So it's like, clearly to her, this relationship isn't that deep, you know? So, and at this point I feel like she's treating you like a second option. Well, you Mm -hmm. were supposed to be the first Mm -hmm. and you should never be a second option. If anything, learn from Mark on love is blind. Preach. (laughs) You should never accept being a second option because you don't want to be Mark from love is blind. Like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's a wrap. Like, and even if you decide to take her back in the future, allow that to happen when it happens. But for Mm -hmm. now, I think y'all, you just need space from her. Just break up with her. Like, Personally, I wouldn't advise you to get back with her. But if you do, make her wait. And when I say make her wait, I mean a long time. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a woman who I have never gotten back into a relationship with any man who cheated on me. And they all came back. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) they always come back when they do you wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So allow her to come back. And then if you're ready, cool. But, you know, nah. Mm Mm-mm. A week isn't yeah. long enough, I'm sorry. No, not at all. Yeah, a what? month isn't long enough to mm-hmm. me. Like, three months isn't long enough. Like, you gotta wait, wait.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no.
0: That's all I got to say about this. You have anything else?
1: No, that sums it up for me, too. All right.
0: Next letter. <clears throat> I asked him out. I'm so proud of me. Now what? Okay, so this is about a woman who's 20 years old and a man who is 20 years old. <clears throat> so this is from the, the woman's perspective. I've been Snapchatting this friend of mine ever since quarantine started. It got a little flirty and I wanted to ask him out, but I was nervous because to me, he feels quote unquote out of my league. But he expressed clear interest in me And it got to the point where avoiding to ask just seemed like an excessive tease. So today I asked him if he'd like to go out with me sometime. He said, that would be great, explanation point. I'm very happy about this, but now I have run into a problem. See, we actually, we can't actually go out until May 1st at the earliest due to social distancing requirements. I need to keep him from getting bored of me. Oh,
1: we did this already. Uh, I was I about to say, about did
0: we do this one already? Yeah, oh, yeah okay. we did. Alright, let's find a new one. I was about to say, this sounds very
1: familiar.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let me find a different letter. What's this one? Oh, we can do the I, I want to be in love so badly.
1: Um, I think we, we did that one too.
0: Oh, uh, we did? Okay. Because I remember reading these, but I don't know if we actually did them.
1: No, I remember because we were like, don't you love like a drug? Um, We did this on Friday. Okay,
0: cool. Um... What's this one? Oh, this one got deleted. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> I feel like we did all the good ones. Yeah, I mean, we can always pick another one of the
0: sites. Yeah. Dang, we really did do all of these. Yeah, because the 10-year one, that is just too long. Like, I, <laughs> that is just way too long to read. Um. Okay, let's see. I'm going to go into the What? My fiancé told me to either work a 9 to 5 or stay at home and he breathes me. <laughs> Breeds. I don't even know what that means. I'm just going to keep <laughs> it going. Like mm-hmm. Ooh, supporting an extrovert during quarantine.
1: Oh, that could be a good one.
0: Yeah. Let me read this. Okay, and she kept it brief. I'm about to send you the link.
1: this is a good question. Okay. Cool,
0: we'll do this one. All right, boom. So the next letter we are doing is from a husband, and it is entitled, Supporting an Extrovert During Quarantine. Starts with, I'll try to keep this brief. I'm a total introvert. Didn't notice by how much till I realize I haven't left the house or spoke to anyone besides clients on Skype or my wife for a month since this thing started and we're based in the UK. This whole thing hasn't been too bad for me. I've got my wife, food, Netflix, and Xbox. That's all I really need to be honest. My wife is the complete opposite though. She needs human interaction. She compliments and cheers up everyone she meets from people at the checkout to our neighbors. She says these little incidents keep her charged up and happy. This situation is really difficult for her. She video chats with family and people for her work, but every friend, but every friend she was ever there for helping them through depression, loss, etc is making no effort to be there for her now. We have a great life. We play video games together, watch things together, go for walks and occasionally make music together. We share a lot of hobbies, but I'm aware I can't be the village she needs to interact with 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 daily by by myself, no matter how many voices I have in my head or can act <laughs> or can act out for her entertainment. I'm asking the extra the extroverts for ideas on how they're staying up in this time. I want to be the light to cheer up my wife, but realize I can't do it alone. Any ideas or suggestion, please? I hate seeing her feel this way, or feel bad. Sorry. Hmm.
1: Uh, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is maybe like throw a virtual dinner party or something and make like Mm -hmm. a big deal about it, reach out to her friends that you're saying aren't there for her. And I don't know if you can blame them unless they're aware she's struggling. I don't know if maybe they know they need to be there for her so much during this time. Um, so just invite them, give them the chance and maybe make it like a weekly thing, like every Friday night or something like that. I don't know.
0: No, I like that idea. I didn't even think of that. Um, I was want to say join some like social groups, um, That's good idea, like, join different like groups that she can like, you know, talk to like minded people or, you know, different things she can get active in. Um, mm-hmm. And even reaching out to her friends and because like Amber said, like people don't really know, you know, that they may not be supporting you properly if you don't tell them what type mm-hmm. of support you need. Um, mm-hmm. so I think even like reaching out to her friends and kind of saying like, Hey, you know, she's really struggling and though, you know, I'm doing all that I can do. She really needs a village. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that if those are her real friends, that they will, you know, start like communicating with her more or answering her video chats or even talking mm-hmm. to her longer, whatever the situation is, um, and all that type of things. And it's, I'm assuming that you do- guys don't have kids, but If any of you, if you have, like, nieces or nephews, you know, calling, like, their parents and, like, letting her do that. Because kids love being, like, my niece called my mom the other day, her grandmother, (laughs) so that she could stay on the the video chat or the phone with her while they watch Frozen together. Like, you know, like, kids love stuff like that. So, like, you know, if there's any kids that you guys are related to... um. Yeah, that's doing a good idea. that. Um, but I definitely think you know, kind of the dinner the dinner party idea. I've seen people doing. Ha- well, actually, me and my friends actually recently did one where we did a happy hour, um uh, where we like picked a time and everybody like got you know drinks and we were just like chatting on like FaceTime or whatever. Um, and then even one of our friends' birthdays is tomorrow, so we're throwing like a surprise conference call for her. Oh, um, that's nice. Yeah. Um, we're basically, cause she already planned on getting dressed up. So we're all going to call her at the same time um, where we have drinks and kind of like celebrate her birthday or whatever, but yeah, just doing like little stuff like that um, I think will help. And like I said, for day-to-day interactions, I think like the, the, the social groups would help. Um, I don't know if she's active on social media, but even like, getting on like Twitter and like, you know, all that kind of stuff where she can really interact with people. Cause I know on Instagram, it feels weird to like talk to people from time to time. But like, if you're in a group or you're on Twitter, you know, it's kind of welcoming for you to actually talk. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. It's interesting to hear though, that, and, cause I wouldn't consider myself an extrovert, but it's interesting to hear that even though she's not home alone, you know, she's still struggling. I hadn't thought about that as a possibility.
0: No, that's true. But I could fully see that for an extrovert.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, no, it makes sense. I just hadn't considered. Yeah.
0: Because an extrovert needs like a lot of human interaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I could fully see that. So, yeah, she just has to you guys have to come up or she specifically has to find ways to interact with people. But in a virtual way
1: mm-hmm.
0: type of right. thing. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that wraps up this episode yeah. pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, so that wraps up mm-hmm. um, our episode of Zipsville thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star rating.
0: You can find us on sippinspills.com. That's S-I-P-A-N-D-S-P-I-L-L-S.com where you can find our podcast, blog posts, and join our email list where we offer special giveaways and discounts.
1: Also, make sure you follow us on social media. That's at spills across all social media.
0: And until next time, see. You shot like threes. Playing got a whole push Brock on my team.